0: Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father, and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. I want to ask you, I'm going to make this short, I'm going to... I want this moment to be a little bit like small groups. I want to share more, an idea with you uh, instead of unpacking a specific doctrine and applying that. And then um, I want to ask you to, to turn to someone and just maybe say what stood out for you or what do you take home. But I want to ask you tonight, how good are you at fighting? All right? Are good are you at fighting? right battles, right? So to fight's got a bad connection, I don't want to be a divisive person, right, or go around and be antagonizing, but how good are you um, at fighting for the things that matter? And how do you fight? That's very important tonight. I want to read for us a passage of scripture and, and maybe speak about an idea or a, a posture of the heart that. Scripture shows us that I hope will keep your mind busy this week. I'm going to read a section where a man with the name of Jacob wrestles with God. He is in, it's a very interesting night for Jacob because he's about to face his brother after deceiving him and his father, stealing his birthright. And so (laughs) Jacob, the deceiver, I mean, I'm telling you, this man. So what he does is he sends gifts ahead. But he, he packs everything. He was a rich man. He did well. So he's got these waves of gifts that's breaking over Esau. So that when Jacob meets him, Esau's got so many gifts that maybe he feels bad, like murdering him or something. So it's, they've got this. These people are sending that. Right. The next gang, they're sending this. And he's sending all the waves into the so-called ocean to, to find Esau. And then Jacob would overnight. And then the next day he would go. And this is the night. He's fearing for his life. This is what plays off. And Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. And scripture calls this man that he wrestled against as God. When the man, oh, and Jacob was left alone, a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. He was fighting. That night, Jacob. This is an interesting piece which I'm not going to try and unpack theologically because I'm afraid I won't do it correctly. So I'll take from it what I know I can and I may. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Now, I come from a medical background and let me tell you this. Some joints in your body is more connected or more safe or sturdy than others. For example, your your shoulder, your humor is this upper arm part, it basically just lays against your shoulder with a little bit of a capsule and a few ligaments that keeps your upper arm attached here. And so often someone might dislocate the shoulder, but it's still hard. I mean I've played rugby until the age of 33, I've never dislocated the shoulder. But it com- in comparison with other things, um, it can be dislodged, right? But the hip on the other side is on the other spectrum of sturdy joints. It's got a socket and it's got a ball that, that goes into it. So to dislocate the hip, you're going to have trouble. Um, you're going to be in pain if you dislocate your hip. I, I've played sport all my life i've never been on a scenario where someone dislocated the hip it has happened before but not in my vicinity many shoulders um, even a knee pin a knee okay so the man that wrestles with jacob god touches him on his hip and dislocates his hip by touching on it that's a failed technique right that's a that's, that's a that's a sneaky technique if you're god you can just touch stuff pop they pop out and and you'd expect you know that scene in the movie where you've got steven seagal who knows who that is come on some of you okay so for so that guy he beats you with anything a pool ball or a pool stick or a mic he just finds something and ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. and then you've got that uh, for me i don't know how to explain it but it's like the dark alley scene then he walks out just goes like this and all the men is like oh you know they're there in the dark anyway because you know he came out of the pool ball in his hand and and at this moment when it says he touched the man on his hip and it got dislocated i'm thinking (laughs) scene. oh no how can you do that it's so unfair but it's not what happened listen to what the scripture says But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So after his hip got dislocated, he's still fighting. He's still going at it. Now, I'm not saying scripture is telling us to try and fight with God. That's obviously not the point. But there's one thing about the tenacity in this man that needs to be acknowledged. He's willing to put everything online. As he wrestles with this man, he says, I will not let you go unless you bless me. God sees his heart. The man picks up Jacob as serious. And just a little bit later, two chapters later, it says, And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Previously, God asked him, What is your name? He says, Jacob. Now he says, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply, saying this to Jacob. A nation and the company of nations shall come from you and kings shall come from your own body. The land that I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give to you. And listen up. He said, wrestling with a man, he says, I will not go unless you bless me. Listen to what God says. And I will give a land to your offspring after you. You're right in one part, Jacob. I want to bless you, but let me tell you what, it's, it's bigger than you. I want to bless you. I want to bless those around you, and I want to bless those who will be there after you, through you. This wrestling match has got a lot more on the table than what maybe you thought at first. But his heart caught God's attention. It was willing to fight. What I'm asking you tonight is, a little bit of a broad question is, do you know how to fight for the important things in your life? How do you do that? There's one thing that the Psalms teaches us. It's better to wrestle with God in a sense. Lord, I'm mad. Lord, I'm, there's no one. Lord, I don't even know if you exist. It's better to be honest with Him and stepping back and being alone. Of your own doubts, own fears, or listening to those who instruct you to turn your back on God. Who do you rather wrestle with? And I think scripture says, hey, even in your realist moments where you are mad at God, you don't know what to say, wrestle with Him. Wrestle with Him. That's the better one. How good are you fighting fight what matters most? Now, it's, it's funny because i've got a someone i know that's about to give up marriage a man and his wife and there was no third party there was no ex- explicit sin and let me just say this there is places we'd never like it we never love it we never want to celebrate it but there's there's times when a divorce needs to happen there is such times okay excluding those it's just heartbreak. In this case, patients are running out after a year. It's irritation. She will not. I'm not going to do anymore. Giving up the fight <laughs> for what's important. Let me tell you what. And I, I'm, this is going to sound wrong, but I'm hopefully going to have a moment to let you understand why I'm saying this. I have no respect for that. No. None. Giving up. Why do I say, listen up? I'm not saying I'm better than them. I'm saying I'm the same. same. The moment I delight in fighting like that, one day I will fight like that as well. The posture of not getting in there and fighting for what's important. The posture of letting it go. I no respect for that, lest it happens to me. How good are you at fighting the important bit. So I'll tell you something about those two people there. They know how to fight. They know how to fight. They're not perfect. We're not saying be better than other people. All I'm saying is they know how to fight. It doesn't matter what happens that week. There's some stuff that happened. Ben and Elise is that small group. Done. That's how they fight they will not let go of the irritating people that keeps on telling each of them apart to repent, go back to their spouse. It's like a wrestling match. They will not give up. I've seen many people, when, when there's a little bit of a battle, I need a break, I need to do some distance. No, 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 you do. You get in there, you wrestle, you get sweaty, you cry, hips get dislocated and stuff. And so I want to use this opportunity, I'm glad you guys are here, to use you as a testament for these people and whoever gets this, of what it looks like when you fight or what's important. It doesn't matter if everything gets dislocated, not letting go. There they are. Together, blessed family. Again, I want to say there is moments, there's times where The factors is, is such that the divorce needs to happen. I'm not going to list them for fear of missing one out. All I'm saying is, there's a lot to fight for. Amen? What I'm also not saying is this. I'm not saying when you fight, you know, you are so amazing. You're going to get it done. You are so strong. Remember, it's in you. You know, the force is in you and the universe is with you and, and all those nonsense. I'm not saying that. You're not that great. I'm not. The only reason we can fight is because one man fought on our behalf a battle we could not win. It doesn't matter how strong you are, the levels of your tenacity, how you can hold on. There was one battle that you would lose every time over and over and over and that's the battle of exiting this life and standing before God, before God and saying, you should let me in. I to go. Someone had to do it. And he did. And he held on, I just want to read this for us. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree. He did it for us. That's 1 Peter 2, 24. That we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Because he fought the one battle, you would never come out victorious. And if you turn to him and accept what he has done for you, then every other battle you will find on the roller coaster, you will come out victorious as he able and empowers. You will never have to stand back. Any sin, any discouragement, any depression, every, any crumble of relationships, whatever it is, you will come out on the other side. You'll say, God carried me through the army because the most important one was won by Christ. How good are you at fighting? We should not become Christians that does not know how to pick up our weapons. Then we become weak. And when people walk into this church, i got nice people, nice coffee, not now, but nice songs. But my life is in trouble. I need to move amongst the people where there's a faith. There's a little bit of a something here which makes you feel like anything is possible in this world. Because if I look at these people, yeah, they're strange, they freak me out. But they, when they look at the world, it looks like they are less in confidence now this is not comfortable for me but I'm fighting for life at so I'm staying to be disciple. a community that knows how to swing the sword in prayer be there for one how good good are you at fighting as a church it's not about you guys but I just want to say thank you Ben and Liz I have examples of those who did not fight thank you for fighting one example not about you guys, but thank you just for helping us, for being able. I appreciate it. Here you. I want to pray for us. I told you I'm going to be short. Give you a moment. Just share your heart with someone sitting near to you. Um, if you are new around here, I don't know everyone, thanks for being here. You don't have to open the deep end of your heart or something. You can just say, hi, I'm, I'm new here and I'm a bit shy to share, maybe just. Um, share your name of a person, uh, but let me just finish off. Us, Lord, I want to thank you that on the cross, when your back was sliced open and it was rubbing against that rugged cross, and when the nails went through your body and your lungs were struggling to breathe. Your hip was not dislocated, Jesus, but your hand was dislodged from the Father. And Jacob, after wrestling, was blessed. But after doing what you had to do, Jesus, you were cursed. The sins fell on you and you were cursed for our sake. And You did what we could not do, and for that we will worship you. Ever and ever and ever, we will never stop. And knowing that, looking at you and being so glad and overwhelmed by what you have done for us and the way it frees us that we no longer have to pay for our sins but that we can live, it gives us the courage to fight the important battles in life. As we look to you, We get courage and as we look to those on the left and to the right, also wrestling, we know we are not alone. For that we will worship you forever. We praise your name, Lord. Amen. Amen.